Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Welcome back to the Cinestream Club. I hope you enjoyed our July 4th special last week, Independence Day. If last weekend's was very American, this weekend's we're going the full Irish. We're going back to Barrytown, back to B-Town, with Jimmy Rabbit and co. To talk all things babies, it's The Snapper. I suppose a podcast is out of the question, is it? There's nothing on the telly tonight, is there? It's never anything on. Oh, you're right, of course, but there's absolutely nothing on tonight, is there? Suppose a ride is out of the question. Hang on till I get this line done. You serious? I suppose so. Fucking great. You're not messing now. No. Just let me finish the next line. I'll go up and brush me teeth. That'd be nice. Oh, wait a second. Do I hear the pitter-patter of tiny feet? Yeah. Uh, no, size wait seven. a second. These are adults. I, <laughs> That's me. Yeah, yeah. I'm a no, size I just, 11, so... Oh, maybe you know. it's adult... Oh my god, it's four very well-proportioned feet in the room. It's it's Andrea and Ed. Welcome to the Zoom room. <laughs> Your little snapper podcast friends. <laughs> hey, Trev. Hey, Snapper popper, baby. A little bit bigger than seven pounds hey. twelve ounces, but I'm here. Uh, seven pounds twelve ounces. I need to lose that amount <laughs> and more. I need to lose the weight of two two babies. Two newborns. Well, I'm carrying a few. I'm carrying a few babies at the minute. <laughs> a few COVID babies. <laughs> yeah, right under my chin. Yeah, I'm also fat. It's right about here. <laughs> but you know what? I had a box of fingers before I did this, and I wouldn't change a minute of it. You know, um, guys, we're here to talk about one thing. We're talking about, hey, is the photographers outside my window? No, that'd be the paps. We're talking about the snaps. We're talking about the snapper. Uh, <laughs> one of the most famous movies in Irish history. Probably not. But let's just talk about it as if, as if it is. Um, we always start with what does the movie mean to you? You know, what does it elicit? What emotional response um, did it bring when you're watching the film? I always go first. My answer usually, um, I have 20 different emotions connected to most of the movies that we've watched so far. With, <laughs> yeah. When I was a young boy, yeah, yeah. but with The Snapper, I, my memory of it is just, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm reaching a bit here, but I'm pretty sure it was the first like dirty film that I was allowed to watch, you know, as a kid. It was the first film that I, that my parents let me watch at a Mine certain was age Roadhouse. because <laughs> is Roadhouse a dirty film with Patrick Swayze I know it's not for kids I just remember seeing that really really late night on um, TG Cahar and it was filthy 
and it kind of scarred oh, me. Yeah. I, oh, I wasn't allowed to watch it. I just, I had a little wind up TV in my room and I rigged it up to the cable. <laughs> What, like chitty chitty bang bang? It was, it was, <laughs> you had to crank it, hand yeah. point, like an old airplane. Uh, yeah, you had to <laughs> what did you call it? Betsy? My little dirty secret. Come on, my it's little dirty secret. I want, see, yeah. I want to see Patrick Swayze bounce like no one's ever bounced before. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. A wind up TV. I think I still have That's it. I'll, I'll find it. I'm going to be cleaning out the attic in my parents' well, house soon. Andrea, did you grow up in the 1950s? Yeah. No, but they still like to get me Christmas presents like we did. Was it definitely anti-Christmas presents? Yeah. No, it Anti-Christmas was it presents. was um, it was battery powered. Um... Are you sure it wasn't a Model T Ford, and not a, TV? <laughs> <laughs> a Model T Ford with like a VHS copy of Roadhouse in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it was a sorry, good. Sorry. It was a good TV, good a good little TV, a good little ride of a telly. I I actually had um, my auntie gave me a TV when when she upgraded. She gave me her old TV, and her, she had it for years and years and years in the family. It was like my grandmother's TV, and so that was the first TV I had in my room. And if I never got that, I wouldn't have had a TV because, like, obviously in the early nineties, you know, how many kids have TVs in their rooms? But this was like a, I think it was like an eleven inch black and white TV. And it had like a coat hanger type yeah. aerial, yeah. you know, like a proper circular wire. The rabbit ears. And it was like the, the well, not even oh, ra- like, a, like a, a round just one. Just one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One circle, yeah. Proper like old an school. alien's proper old school. And like it had like a radio knob, like a frequency knob for the channels. Yeah, yeah that might mine had um, that kind we, of thing I, on it too, yeah. We, we, yeah. we had a little um, red black and white TV that was my, my mum had it in her room in the old house. And it was her brother's, my uncle's uh, TV. And mm. yeah, it was only black and white, but it had like yeah, a little kind of frequency knob, and we we yeah. used to watch snooker on it and be very confused. What, do you know? Do you know that <laughs> back in the day there was a different yeah. a different dark, license dark gray ball for the, has been... <laughs> for the a, di- a different TV. A black yeah. and white versus the color. It was cheaper yeah. for the oh, black yeah, and white. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I remember my parents Cheap used guess. to have yeah, my parents had the black and white TV, <laughs> and then when they got the new one, they used to put the black and white TV in the kitchen, and then. If the inspector came, they'd go, that's the only TV we have. And then, what's in that room? You're not going in there. <laughs> that's a that's a bedroom. <laughs> what's in the TV room? <laughs> Nothing. There's no tellies in the TV room. Yeah. But the, but what, is the, what does the movie mean to me? Yeah, it was the first... It was the first dirty movie that I was allowed to watch in the presence of my family because it was such a laugh. You know, Colin Meany was such a kind of affable loving lovable guy uh so relatable that you kind of saw past all the the fucks and all the dirty stuff um and it kind of became a family favorite like i don't know anyone who didn't watch this with with their family at some point yeah. you know uh despite the content um and yeah and i just remember as a kid like it's like now you look at roddy Doyle, he's always on he he makes a lot of appearances on like the chat show. The chat, I was going to say the chat show circuit, but what's that like? That's like one the late late show. He he, he frequently he likes to appear in the late late show now and again, <laughs> which is the Irish chat show circuit for anyone who wants to know. Um, but now he's got a reputation for being kind of your lovable uncle. Um, where 
Well, actually, no. Now he's your lovable uncle who likes to put crap on Facebook, which is which is pretty much what he does now all the time. He puts <laughs> shit on Facebook, but which is like your lovable uncle. But back then, he was like this kind of like you know rebellious writer, and it's hard to kind of you know put nineties Roddy Doyle into like when you see him now, he's just this lovable kind of older guy, and you're watching these films with all these f bombs and sex and all these kind of like things that they're trying to address so yeah it is it is kind of funny to kind of view them with those two different lenses but yeah look i um put, put the actual film itself just yeah i actually i enjoyed watching it as i said when i was watching independence day i've got two small kids in the house so uh, the last four or five movies i've watched for the podcast i've had to kind of break it up into a couple of sittings the snapper was the same and yeah it was an easy thing it was an easy movie just to dip in and out of and yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it now did i enjoy it enough to put it into the special place in my little pocket we'll have to talk we'll about that later but oh you we'll have to easy <laughs> andrea what about you what did the snapper where did it bring you back to when you were watching i think it? i'm the same as you trev because like we grew up uh not too far from each other and it's mm. the Colomini especially is just really relatable, typical yeah. Dublin dad. You know, I'm not sure if the the whole country can relate to him as much, but he is he is a stereotype of a, of a Dublin dad. That is correct, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he's like my dad, yeah. and he's like probably your dad and all of my friends' dads. You know. He's the he's the Irish Bill yeah. Cosby. Why? Hold on. No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I I think that I think that statement aged ages pretty well yeah. Yeah, to modern yeah. times, right? Yeah, okay. He, he was like Bill Cosby was in the nineties before we found out everything that. Yeah. Done. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair shit. Well, who's the guy from Modern Family? Who's the Ty guy with the dark hair? Burrell? Is that his name? Ty Burrell, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Irish Ty yeah, Burrell. That's there better. you go. Oh, yeah. Upgrade. <laughs> Statement upgrade. But yeah, like I, I remember watching this <laughs> as a kid and then I also read the book as a kid and I read I read the book before I knew what the word rape meant. And I remember hearing on the radio, like uh, on the news, like about, about it was reported that somebody was in court for raping a woman and I asked my brother what what that meant and he knew mm. but I was too, I was too young to to probably for for him to explain it to me he was also a child but he just told me that it's when um he he said it's when you beat up a woman and so that's what I yeah. that's what I thought um that word meant for far too many years of my childhood not that it's wrong to be innocent as a child but um when i found out what it meant years later i was like oh my god all of those you know things that kind of went by in like books and stuff that just i just didn't yeah, yeah. really acknowledge or whatever and i i went i actually flicked through the book again right because i have it here because I was really curious because at, at no point in the film do they mention rape, right? Yeah. They never mm. they never say yeah, the word. Yeah, and then in the documentary as well, they don't say it. Mm. Now there is a yeah. par- point of it where mm. Tina Kelleher who played Sharon says um 
you know, it, it was a tough scene to film and we shot it in a way that, you know, she was she was inebriated and she was very drunk and a father figure, her her best friend's father should have taken care of her. But he did that. He he had sex with mm. her. So yeah. and she kind of puts it to the audience like, was it rape? Was it not? And you're like, it absolutely was <laughs> like it 100 yeah, percent yeah. was. But um, in like, it's mad because I, I read through the book and there is the section where she remembers like what happened. Um, this is the only part in the book from my memory that rape is said. And she just said so she remembers the whole scenario and she's just like, oh, God, I was so pissed. And then she wait, she kind of comes to and like her pants are gone. And all it, all it's uh, all it says was she wondered a few times if what had happened could be called rape. She didn't know, and that's all that said about that. Like yeah. it's such a small, mm. but but it's because yeah. uh, it's mad. Because as a kid, I loved the film, and I never thought of anything negative about it. To be honest, as a kid, I probably thought that she was just an L slapper <laughs> who was drunk and slept with somebody. You know, like and. Yeah. That's uh, like I just saw it as a really funny film, and so watching it back now, I saw it. I saw it a few years ago, obviously as an adult, and knowing everything I know about life <laughs> now. But um, yeah. watching it back there, it's 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 a it's quite grim. It's like the, it is, like yeah. Colin Meaney's lines are really really funny. He's he's brilliant in it. There's loads of the, the funny. The dialogue between the girls when they're in the pub, like all of the conversational dialogue, it's it's brilliant. Um, but it's dark. Like the way they um when she when she's imagining all the people talking about her and stuff and those those heads, like yeah. that's 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 vicious. Oh, that was yeah, that's, yeah, it it's was. really vicious. And then even like the when she's walking home from the bus and like I think one of the one of the neighbors, a kid like spits on her and calls her, Oh, there she is, yeah, slap her or whatever. It's it's um it's yeah. it's very it dark. brings like slut slut shaming into like you know and that, is that a phrase or even it kind of brings know, slut like, shaming into the family home in a way like you know but then they have yeah, the, the, I, like a really great family there's also the, the weird dynamic between the mom and the dad of like the mother still has definitely a bit of shame about the whole thing and then the dad does mm. and then he tries to take control of it he, like almost too much. But no, it's it it, yeah. it it for me it was it was it always held like a special place in my heart before I knew what it was actually about. You know what I mean? The innocence of of watching it as a kid, I thought it was amazing, one of the best films ever. And then watching it back now, I'm like, oh, I yeah. I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't know what what the, what everything meant in the film. You know. And that's what I was trying to, uh, and we'll do your thing in a second, Ed, as well, but ju- just on that point with the slut shaming and all the kind of the darkness around the the revelation of her being pregnant and then how the whole town turns yeah. on her and treats her. Like, and I'm, <clears throat> when I was watching some of the moments like that where she's walking past the bus stop and somebody spits and all that kind of stuff, and I'm watching this thinking, like, is it, like, is it important to show that? Because that's how... Like, is that how some somebody would have been treated back then? Um, and if so, is it important to show it in some way? Or are they just going way too far with it? And is there times in there... Because none of those scenes 
and maybe I'm missing a few, but like most of them anyway, I didn't think they were never playing those for laughs. It was always just like showing like how she's been treated yeah. by certain people. It was it was never like a big joke. Um, so because they weren't playing it for laughs, that's what was making me think like, you know, do you cut it now if you're to do it again? Or do you keep it in because that's, it's Catholic Ireland coming out of like old kind of 60s, 70s Ireland into the new phase of Ireland where women were starting to keep keep their kids they weren't being sent away you know they were, they were going away yeah. to england to you know to to uh, terminate the pregnancies some you know if they if they wanted to or if they had to for whatever reason but you know or they were being sent to the laundries which were still open I, but at that's the time of they were still they were still open but the exactly yeah but there were but but that was winding down a little bit you know what i mean they it were at the like wind happening. down process of the laundries <laughs> yeah, they're in they're in hey Excuse the pun, but they're in liquidation, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but they weren't being sent in their in their dozens by the week down to like Mullingar or whatever. Um, it, it wasn't happening as much. So it was now that kind of situation was now just being brought to the forefront of society. And now it's happening in front yeah. of the neighbors and they're just having babies. So I'm just wondering, like, is it is it important to keep that in because that's how this girl would have been treated? I I don't know. Like, I'm asking you guys what you think, but I actually I didn't arrive at an answer. I I didn't have an answer for that. I was just something I was wondering, you know. Like, I I, I yeah, I can't go off of my my own experience of like you know when I was uh, in school or whatever, and you know young teenagers got pregnant. Not that nobody cared, but like a big deal wasn't made out of it. It was it was just always like yeah. damage control of keep her in school, make sure she finishes the leaving mm. and, you know, yeah. make sure the that her mother or father like minds the baby so she can she has to get the leaving or the junior. And um mm. it wasn't a big deal, but like my mom you know, she when she was in her teens and 20s like she remembers meeting people on the bus who were like actually going to the laundries who were pregnant and stuff yeah and she met she met this neighbor of hers and um she sat beside her on the bus she was like oh how are you getting on oh you're pregnant congratulations you know because she was really showing at this point and this like young woman just said do you know esther you're the first person who said congratulations to me and my mom was just like but of course, like, it's, it's a great thing. And then they yeah. kind of had a bit of small talk. And then the girl got off the bus at the laundry and went in. And my mom was like, oh, God. But at that point, they didn't know what was going on in there. They just thought it was like a bit of a safe house for pregnant women, you know? Yeah. yeah. They, they knew it was like a sad story, but they didn't know the depths of what was been yeah. actually happening or what, what was actually going on behind those closed but doors. It, yeah. As well, like, there's always, there's always like this this tightrope in Irish society of like different types of families and I'm lucky in my family and like my granny and granddads and stuff they would have never have Mm. sent anybody away for getting pregnant or whatever like because they all like everyone in my family loved kids and there was no shame about that kind of thing and you know say like my cousins or whatever who had children young zero shame about that and rightly so and then but i do know other friends of mine whose families would just it would be the height of shame like back this was like when i was younger and i remember just their parents being 
absolutely mortified and hum- humiliated. So there's always just yeah. that mixture of of people, and it's the people who care about what the neighbors think that would be up in arms. Yeah. And I liked seeing that in maybe that's why it reminded me of like my dad and my family and stuff because like he just really didn't give a fuck what the neighbors think what the neighbors thought yeah and he he told the neighbors to fuck off so many times in the film (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and i thought it was a good um from from the documentary in rte when they were interviewing uh ruth mccabe and she was on set and the director and the producer were saying oh what do you think of the kitchen she's like i love it it's a real dublin family home and then she looked up and she saw a picture of the Pope and she was, oh, but that wouldn't be there. Somebody my generation would yeah, not have that yeah. on the wall. They took it down. But that was very reflect. Yeah, and it's good because that wouldn't have felt right because the, <laughs> Meanie's character and the mother, they were that new wave of Irish parents yeah. that like, you know, and they were true to their word. They didn't give but a she, fuck. But they she, were, she was they, on the ball with that because, so technically like mm. the, the snapper, the commitments and the van are like centred somewhat around the same family. Like, you know, the young mm-hmm. lad who set up the band in The Commitments. I'm almost certain that... Yeah, Jimmy Rabbit. Yeah, he's he's the son of um, your man, right? In the film, yeah. Like, they're all connected. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But in The Commitments, they go into the house and in the on set, remember there was a picture of Elvis and the Pope and I think um, oh, yeah. John F. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John F. Kennedy, Elvis and the Pope <laughs> yeah, were the pictures and, on the wall. And Elvis, Elvis yeah. was at the Elvis top. Elvis was at the yeah. top. Yeah, So that was yeah, interesting yeah, that, yeah. like... You know, Colomini didn't notice that, and the actress playing the mother in that film didn't notice that. And then, you know, it took the new actress yeah, to be like, yeah. "No, fucking take that down." I like, I like those changes, yeah. and I think, yeah, yeah, I forgot about the yeah. uh, the the, cor- the or the, the not not the correlation there, should I say? Because yeah, and they 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 are the same yeah. family, but the, the I think I think it was Miramax, yeah, and Miramax had the rights to um, the name Rabbit. For the sequel to the commitments, no, twentieth some... century Fox. Wasn't that Miramax? No, Miramax produced the Snapper. Ah, twentieth century ah. Fox made. Yeah, they they had the rights to the name Rabbit, so they had to change it to Curly. To curly, yeah. yeah, yeah. For the for the for the Snapper, because I was always confused because I thought, even though it was a long time since I've seen the Snapper, I always thought it was the same family. Yeah. I think it's 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 yeah. meant to be the same family, but obviously it's not the same bunch of kids in it. You know, there's no there's yeah. no Jimmy Rabbit. The eldest lad is called uh, um, not Damien Craig. Uh, Craig, Craig, Craig. Yeah, his big his big Honestly, name. Yeah. There's like six <laughs> on the six six kids, but um, mm. I mean, I think that's to do with the director of this movie being very different from. Alan Parker, you know, I think Alan Parker was making a big, a much bigger movie. Yeah. And yeah. The Snapper is a much more subdued kind of kitchen sink drama. But yeah, it's a bit like a, a play, isn't funny, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of, I mean, I guess that's why it, it did so well as an actual play. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eventually, right. had, had a good run. And you could see, you could absolutely see it working as a play. But... Yeah, like yeah. like you guys, like watching it now as opposed to watching it when I was a kid. And it is one of those things where the first time I saw it, I think it was on TV because it was made mm. f- by the BBC f- as a TV movie. It was never intended to be released in cinemas. And we saw it, I think, maybe 
it could have been the first time it was shown on TV or maybe it mm. was it was a repeat. But I remember watching it and my parents, you know, like la- laughing their asses off. And there is a bit of like when it, yeah. when it comes to these kind of things, when you when you look back at movies that were made in the 90s and, you know, like there's like when we did Mrs. Doubtfire, there's kind of questionable uh, Way back in stuff one. about about uh, about trans people. Mm. Yeah. In that, which is very, of you know, of its time. And people mm-hmm. have a tendency now to just kind of view everything from today's perspective. Uh, you know, the the presentism is called where you're just kind of like, oh, no, that's terrible. But like you couldn't like you couldn't make this movie today. Like you're saying, Trev, if you if you made it now, would you take all that stuff out? But the fact that it was made in yeah, shot in 92, released in 93, there were still Magdalene yeah. laundries going on. It was uh, illegal to get an abortion in Ireland. It was actually illegal to get information about abortions in other countries where it was legal. Like that's yeah. how yeah. that's yeah, how yeah. fucking illegal it was. Yeah. So for me I was like wow th- this is actually quite and there's scenes in it that are really mm. like dark and yeah that that whole scene where she's imagining what the neighbors are saying about her like I remember that from watching it before. But this time around, I was like, geez, I don't remember it being so horrific. Because when it starts off, I was like, you see two of the neighbors and they're there and they look like ghosts. And I was like, is she being being haunted by nosy, gossipy neighbors? What's going on here? (laughs) But, you know, but she's just hearing, you know, she's just hearing the voices in her head. I was actually just looking at, um, because I was going to say it and I I stopped myself and I Googled it. And uh, yeah, 93 was the year that homosexuality was, was brought into like it, you know it's okay to be gay it's not it's no longer illegal so that's where ireland oh. was back then so yeah, so know, like yeah. you know it was illegal to get an abortion to your point it was illegal to seek information on an abortion and homosexual homosexuality was just being brought into law so yeah it's very much it's very much a period piece like i mean i think if you made it if you made it if you remade it today you'd have to set it in the 90s you couldn't set it in 2021 because there would be no uh, drama there and oh, yeah. and, and the tension of yeah. being uh, an unmarried mother a 20 year old girl who you know d- won't reveal who the father is out of embarrassment and also you know because it's you know she was so drunk she, d- she didn't remember who it was and was 100% yeah. as you said Andrea it was you know she, she was raped yeah because um, she wasn't in her right mind and that kind of darkness mm-hmm. Like I, I can think of because you're probably going to say, Trev, is there a movie like this? What other movies like this that yeah, would be better I, or, or or similar? But I can't, I can't really, I can't really think of anything. Like you know, because it's very much about Irish society in the early '90s, mm. and yeah, I mean, the commitments is the closest thing to it, but the commitments is much more lighthearted and oh god yeah has a thousand more yeah. fucks i re- actually really noticed this uh, on on this viewing how few fucks there were in in the script i think because in the commitments yeah. they were they were improvising and they were just adding them in like willy-nilly willy fucking nilly <laughs> but um this time 
yeah, the it, the the language was not as severe. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I was I was le- kind of taken aback by the 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 darkness of of it, like the, the kind of dark underbelly. But yeah. without that, yeah. you, there's nothing to laugh at. You know what I mean? The the laughter comes out of these these situations. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it yeah it's it's like um the like is that tr- we've seen it now a good bit with some of the nineties comedies that we've talked about that kind of. 90s comedies always have a certain amount of weight to them that the modern comedies don't have they yeah. they always carry the the bit of realism with them even like you, you mentioned mrs doubtfire like there's a lot of sadness in that movie and darkness yeah, it's, in the a, movie. it's a divorce movie um, in a lot of ways you know? yeah 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 absolutely yeah so and it's like like nowadays if you say you know that's a situational comedy you'd say as in like about something you'd, you'd think okay wacky situations what's happening where this is like no this is the situation they're in and you're you're witnessing it and there's darkness and then out of that will fall out maybe some comedy out of the real life part it's kind of like when you're at a funeral and you're awake and sometimes you could have an hour of like the most like crazy fun you've ever had and it's your grandmother's wake but it's just because it's so sad and it's It's so heavy heightened because all your cousins are in the one room for the first time in years yeah in years (laughs) yeah and it's heightened that's the word it's heightened and heightened is perfectly i think that's what the snapper is it's like you have a family of like six kids two adults living in a in a tree bed terrace um you know and it's just like they're all just sandwiched (laughs) on top of each other and (laughs) <laughs> the house is bana- the house is and you know what they in, in the documentary the one thing i i that stuck out to me is that i think meanie or doyle compared it to a pinball machine and it's perfect because <laughs> that's what that's what meanie is like in his character is just this big lad like in his in his letter zippy up jacket just bouncing off the walls kids everywhere and like the scene at the start when she's telling him he's pregnant and he's like he's up he's letting the dog out he's letting yeah, the dog in there's the kids dog. running around it's so funny it's so funny yeah yeah yeah. he talks to the dog like it's it's like he's an old friend so that just like (laughs) are they annoying calls around to the gaff yeah 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 Uh, the music Um, is it go on go on inside and watch tv (laughs) i love the way they bring the dog in like the dog is a part of the family they bring the dog to the to the hospital ward (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 exactly yeah but all those moments like you know even that and i I don't think you know blow blow my load here with with, with what i want to t- talk about but the, like the scene at the end like mr <laughs> oh but look let, let's get into for your consideration because that's one of the things like that scene at the end right when they all come in to see her in the hospital for me that's one of the i think that's one of the nicest like closer cl- close closing scenes to an irish comedy or if maybe even a comedy yeah, it's it such a lovely. happy nice ending yeah and it's kind of like this is where we are it was a shit road to get here. And the result is a new addition to the family. We're delighted to meet this new addition. And she's just elated. And there's no sign of your man. He's out of the picture. Thank fuck. And here's this. The, the family started a unit. And at the end of the movie, they're still a unit. And and then the, the, the music as well. Like, I love that cover of uh, Fools Rush In. It's fucking... I didn't... Like... Uh, when I've watched it in the past, I've always thought like, oh yeah, it's grand, it's a nice cover, but this time watching it, I, I really enjoyed yeah. the music and the, the tin whistle. It's lovely. Um, so yeah, but you wouldn't get those emotions in the end if the film didn't have that weight. 
I mean, yeah, co- co- like comedy is all about, you know, I mean, one way of, of describing comedy is tension and release. And, you know, that that's what the movie is. There's There's tension and then there's the release of that tension. And there's kind of... Yeah. There's anger at times and there's real fucking uh sadness and mm. you know the the, yeah. the the stress that that the character that Sharon is under is um re- really horrific like i mean especially when everyone's you know laughing at her and making jokes and yeah. s- you know singing jargy pargy like there was a bit in it where the neighbor when when the the eldest lad like throws the bin through the Burgess's window and he's like telling him to come out to, so he can fight him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then that Garda car, that, that Garda car shows up and I was like, is that like a Garda car from the sixties? From, from the French connection. Yeah, Gene the, Hackman gets out. Gets out and beats the shit out of him. Asking him where yeah, the heroin yeah. is in French, and um, yeah. and then Est-ce que vais-tu do et tu parles de Deville? Le heroin, and then there's like an an owl, an owl out across the way, one of the neighbors, and he starts singing. Oh yeah. Um, what's this? He just starts singing a song. Yeah, oh, I, can't I thought it was an Elvis yeah. song or I can't, something. I can't remember yeah, the song. Yeah. Some oh yeah. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. Yeah. And he's and he's walking back into the house. And I, in that moment, there's a shot of Colomini and he's just kind of glaring at him and he walks back in the house. But I remember in my head, I just, I just went fucking bollocks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I really, yeah. I really put myself in, <laughs> in, uh, socks. in Des Curley's um, <laughs> shoes there. But yeah. um, what else? I know there's a lot of weight and a lot of negatives about the aging of the film, but if yeah. If we're to put stuff into the industry and back alley Oscars, what else would it be? I, I've got like another one here. The the welcome home party for Craig when he comes back from peacekeeping yeah. duties. <laughs> for me, that's like the ultimate that's the ultimate Irish welcome home. Like it's like they taught about it ten minutes before he got on the train. It's like, quick, get a sign, uh put the music out. There's uh, balloons yeah, somewhere in the house. Find the balloons and blow them yeah, up. Yeah, blow the balloons. Yeah. And it's just this big pizzazz welcome home with the music playing. Yeah. And it's just a real like, way, look what we look what we did. Way and then like the person comes home and then all they're doing is going in and have a cup of tea. Like there's nothing else happening. That's it. Yeah. It's like, you know, your but your mother brought the Madeira. She, you know, butter it there. There you oh. go. Happy, happy when birthday. He, when so. he's walking over the road and the the mom goes, oh, we should have met him at the airport. At the airport. And, she, and, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Colomine just goes, ah, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He Don't be a, stupid. He he's not the, he's not the Pope. The dark goes to there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. The convenience yeah. of it, yeah. I, I, th- I love that scene. I thought it was... Yeah, and... and it happened pretty soon after the scene where they give the the the, the youngest son, which is kind of funny because they go from the eldest son the to the youngest the son bike. within two scenes. When they get him the bike, the I thought it's a really sweet yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah, the pump, yeah, yeah, and then the and get your wheel for yeah, Christmas, really cool. and we get you another wheel for your next birthday. You can pump your way to school. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. they bring they bring in this like high Nelly used by yeah, yeah, lads, a bike almost. You know, b- bits of meat to people's houses from the from the butchers <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's, but it's just meanie. It's just his. He's brilliant. Like he is brilliant yeah. in it. Like there's a scene when he comes into the kitchen, and the, the kettle is boiling, and he just turns to the 
people in the sitting room saying, there's a kettle boiling in here. And then he just walks past <laughs> yeah, the kettle and out of the room. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the ultimate useless Irish star. Like, you know, there's a kettle boiling in there. There's a chicken on fire in there. You know, just like saying it out loud and then doing nothing about it. Like, um, yeah, so yeah, me, me, I thought that was, I thought those. Me, Meanie is absolutely the best, the best thing in the, in the movie. Every, yeah. every, every line he says, every gesture, every look, every time he, he has this thing where, I noticed he does it like maybe three or four times in the movie where he's standing up and he just kind of pulls up his jeans a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I was just, shuffle. and I was thinking that's perfect. Like, cause he probably, he probably had a belt and it broke and he just couldn't be arsed <laughs> buying a new one or something like, you know, there's like, uh, yeah. there's nothing, um, there's nothing false about his performance yet. His performance is very comedic and kind of, it's like, big but it's not uh so big that it's unrealistic and i think that the mother yeah. the mother as well is is brilliant she does so much mm, she with is just looks yeah. you know i think she's kind of like she knows the man she's married and she obviously loves him she's had like six kids with him and she's very much you know she she'll only kind of intervene when when she needs to kind of calm him down a little bit but but yeah. right from the get-go like I, I I forgot that it opens with her saying, "Oh, I'm pregnant," and then yeah, straight into he's it. He's looking at her, going, "He's looking at the wife, going, you know, uh, yeah, you say something or whatever." And then he's like, "I should, I suppose, I should like, you know, get get mad or scream my head off." But sure, what good would that do? So you kind of straight away you're like, "He's a reasonable man." Like you know, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's not gonna just go kind of fly off the handle and kick her out whatever and as the film goes on it reached a point where i was like i felt that he in a way becomes almost like the 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 sort of like sharon and desi are the two main characters it's like a love story between a a father and his daughter and he becomes uh almost like the lead character in in the movie um and he, he's he's yeah. kind of like he, he he almost is like in some yeah. ways yeah like and he's, he's he gets he's the most like dialogue he's representing in some ways you could say you know if you want to read it this way uh, in a very academic way he's representing uh, 90s Irish men uh, growing up and moving into the modern era mm. and you know to the point where yeah he has that bit where he's like you know. When uh, Craig was born, I was at, I was at work. When you were born, I was in my mother's, and she's like, "You have a great memory." And then he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, but you know, was, you know, if, if you want me to be there with you, you know, I can." Yeah. And, you know, men, they're there now, kind of thing, and it's very, yeah. very heartfelt. And that's like just him kind of coming into the modern era. And the, the, there's, an, in fairness to Doyle, there's an opportunity there to be over sentimental and like. Yeah. How, if that was an American movie, he would have like the next scene would be cut to him scrubbing up, you know, going in with her. Yeah. Where yeah. she said, "No, you're all right, Dad. It's grand." And then he just wait, and then he's in the waiting room, and he goes to the pub, and he's just back to being an Irish lad, and you know, an yeah. old Irish if dad. It was an, Amer- so if it was an American was... comedy, you know, that'd be Steve Martin playing that part, and like fa- like Father yeah. of the Bride but, is in some ways the kind of snapper yeah. version. Or actually, Father of the Bride 2, yeah, because yeah. that's a baby movie. Maybe we should do Father of the Bride 2 next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skip Father yeah, of the Bride, just go straight to the sequel. 
Yeah, do a double baby bill. Um, yeah, and I thought you were actually going to say Meanie's character was representative of Irish society in the yeah, 90s yeah. and how it was changing. Um, and it kind of, yeah, it, it is yeah. as well. Just to widen the lens that you already applied to that statement. Even uh, wider. If I may. If I, if, if I, may. I was 35 um, mil and you went 70 mil IMAX. <laughs> yeah, the depth of field is very distorted at the moment. Um <laughs> The one other thing that um, I was going to say about Meanie was that the best reaction line I've ever seen in the movie where when he finds out that it's Burgess and it, the camera zooms up to his face and he goes, Jesus! <laughs> and the whole house is like shaking. <laughs> it's like Mr. Wilson or something. It was very oh, yeah. comic book, but brilliant. Like um, Andrea, what about you? Anything to add to the Back Alley Oscars? Back Alley Oscars, my favourite part is where the two younger kids are in the kitchen. And you know the girl who's like twirling the baton? She In the book, yeah. she's a set, she's one of a set of twins. But um, yeah. it, it's when they're in the kitchen and the brother's going, yeah, just stick that in there. And she sticks this bit of metal into the plug. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. all, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> all the electricity in the house, you know, goes on and off. And... and um, Colomini walks into the as he's walking out he goes Kimberly's after electrocuting herself again I can't wait to see this shagging electricity bill <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's, it's his first reaction not, like, not yeah. about the welfare of the child it's like because yeah. I'm pretty sure she goes flying across yeah. the room it's just the fucking the price yeah, that's going to yeah. cost him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and also she's electrocuting herself again again like it's yeah. a common occurrence <laughs> yeah, yeah it really speaks to the yeah. kind of family dynamic that's happening there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think actually yeah. Mr. Burgess this time round um is an amazing performance. I kind yeah. of it was sort of lost yeah. I think it was lost on me a little bit mm. that he's a you know he's a kind of a he's so he's pathetic. A dweeb, he's a gobshite, but he is so yeah. pathetic. He's like he's a he's a like I mean he's a horrible man who's taken advantage of a young girl. Um mm. but he's so pathetic. And he actually made me, he wasn't a character that the first time around made me laugh, but he has some lines in this where, you know, he's, he's yeah. like following her around the, the, the <laughs> yeah. Dunleary shopping center. And he goes, uh, and she's yeah. like, what are you doing here? He goes, I, th- I thought you saw me earlier. Over by the vegetables. Vegetables, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way he says that. <laughs> vegetables. But yeah. he's like, he's, he's got an ego to him where, you know, he thinks... He thinks that you know he's in he's in love with her or something, and that yeah. she's his, you know, because they've had this one horrible encounter uh, that she really probably, I mean, that she definitely couldn't have consented to because she was so fucking yeah. drunk. See, I, d- I don't uh, think I don't yeah. think he's in love with her. I think he thinks that if he says he's in love with her, that it will somehow delete, like it'll it'll delete. The fact that he raped her—it's it's guilt or something. Yeah. It's like yeah. he'll be like, "Oh, but I w- I was doing yeah. it out of love." You know, that's that's what he's he's yeah. um, trying to rationalize things and um, change facts in his head by saying yeah, that he's, he's he's trying to control the narrative. Yeah, to see that's it. Suit himself. Yeah, yeah. I'll always remember you, Sharon. But you know, <laughs> you know, like, in the scene yeah. where she comes over to confront him about uh, the fact that he's kind of bragging about, "Oh, she's a little ride," kind of thing. Mm. That's that scene is brilliant because he she goes into the sitting room, he follows her in and he immediately like 
shouts at her and calls her a little tart or something. And she just dresses him down. And I've never seen a character just go from this big, scary man just down to a pathetic little nothing. She dresses him down so quickly that it's it's brilliant. Yeah, she just cu- cuts the boots yeah. from under him, like because he, yeah, he, he comes in. What are she's you doing so, here? She's so, and then she's at the really end of the powerful video. and strong in that scene that it's it's brilliant, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. She, and and it's she a very, really it's fun. It's a she, funny scene too because when he yeah. he goes to hand her money and you can't see what's in his wow. hand, so I was like, oh, that must be a check for a couple of hundred, and it's a tenner. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a tenner. <laughs> it's so pathetic. It's so like buy yourself some sweets. He says, buy, like, the, the two things yeah, he says, he says, buy yourself some sweets. And then he realizes what he's saying and he's like embarrassed. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, drinks, which is like, yeah, maybe slightly worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, that's that's hey, something but, we might get to later but, on. But. Yeah, we've got, I, yeah, we, that's a, I think that's a cutting room uh, floor conversation, which I'm ready to move on to if you guys are ready to. Open up the cutting room and uh, get that machine up and running. It's been a while. Let's get the old uh, the old Editron two thousands uh, <laughs> up and running. <laughs> I actually, it's the uh, yeah. I actually have it as my third point. So let's talk about it. Do they not know that drinking was bad back then? It, like what? Like I know I, I heard the thing of like. Oh, like when you know I've heard stories from like aunties and stuff. Like oh yeah, when I was pregnant the now. Um, a pint, a pint of Guinness. They told us to drink a pint of Guinness, but it was always like a pint. You know, it was known that like you don't get pissed, like you don't drink a load, like you don't drink ten pints yeah. of Guinness. Yeah. Where she's like, uh, like as one of the drinking games, I have have a drink every time you see her drunk in the yeah. movie, like, and she's pregnant for the whole movie. <laughs> um, it's like it's fucking crazy. Like she's, yeah, she, like, she, ha- she, she does like four or five drinking scenes in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. She has like three proper sessions as well like where she's you know and like, and like yeah. the, the last one where she's getting sick getting, vomiting getting a sick handbag. handbag and she's like eight and a half mm. months nearly nine months pregnant yeah, yeah. i mean i i don't know what the story is with that i mean i think it's she's a 20 year old girl and she wants mm. to be still having the crack with her friends and whatnot but yeah. i mean you know research and again this is another thing where we're applying what we know today and what the the kind of exactly yeah. today are back to the early 90s i'd say probably mm. people probably still smoked and drank when they were pregnant um but yeah it's a little bit and i know like roddy doyle in we've mentioned the the documentary a couple of times and just for the listeners if they want to check it out on it's on the rt player it's called back to barrytown uh which is it's a great. documentary series about the commitments of snapper and the van and it's really really good uh documentaries like uh excellent stuff but roddy doyle does say in it they they do mention it like you know they, they don't because i was thinking watching i was like are they gonna touch on that and they do yeah. and he says um the thing you know he's like i get i get people's point but also the point that i make is that the baby is born and the baby is healthy yeah but at the same time it, it, that's not always the case if you're drinking heavily you know yeah it, it can lead to problems. 
So yeah, yeah I, 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 but I don't know if you could cut that out because that is sort of part of you know it's kind of part part of the story and, and, the, and where when it's set and where it's set like if you cut that you may as well cut uh like one of the first images in the movie is a picture of mel gibson as mad max in mad max beyond thunderdome <laughs> uh on one of the girls doors and that hasn't aged very well um but <laughs> yeah. like he was a pinup back in 1993 i guess <laughs> so yeah, yeah. you know yeah. it's probably yeah. not as bad as drinking very heavily while pregnant but still you know it's yeah. aged a bit the, the other the other two things i have is um i've like stuck shaming as a whole like do we is it and now we've had that conversation do you cut it do you keep it in is it part of its time and we we, we unpack that a bit um sharon's friends i found them very irritating I, like i know yeah people found them funny i it it was like it pierced my eardrums every time i cut to them in the pub talking yeah it wrecked my head it, d- d- there was no jokes <laughs> there it was just well it was well, just shouting and yeah. language well it was like, the, like, it was the same joke <laughs> it was basically them going uh you know stuff like and like I'm, I'm just making stuff up the top of my head but it's basically of the quality of uh, oh, he works down the... Would you like some peanuts? Oh, peanuts. Uh, oh, salty peanuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, look at his yeah. ass there. Like two eggs in a hanky. That was one line. But it's it's yeah. like, you know, it's like going into a chippers and asking for, like, give us a large sausage. I bet you he'll give you a large Whee! sausage. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a bit like... Yeah, it was a yeah. bit like a bunch of... Yeah, it was a bit kind of cackling, drunken... Well, do, do you know what? When I, was, um, when I was a kid, my mom said that... The reason why she loved that film is because th- th- those scenes reminded her of her and her friends her and her when friends. they were younger in the pub. Yeah. And then I kind of gave her a look and she was like, oh, but we wouldn't be talking about dirty stuff. It, w- it was just having a laugh, having a laugh with my, <laughs> yeah. with my friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Andrea. Just having a laugh about cocks, about cocks and fannies. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've, we've, we've <laughs> yeah. insulted your mother and her friends. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah. But, but um, Trev, but, it, it kind of made me think of like, because um, like, where Paula has has a can have a real dirty laugh sometimes, and it made it made me think of like, <laughs> you know, like you know, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. no, I'm, so, I'm saying. I'm Paula's saying in the other room. Will I will I get her <laughs> so you can tell her this one? <laughs> dirty laugh, but like you know when you you know when you really get. <laughs> I like when if you really like laugh. if you're watching a horror movie, like when you're watching a horror movie and there's a witch in the movie no, and the witch is a cackle. No. Uh, or you're watching Macbeth and you're watching the times I've (laughs) I've seen Paula laugh I think with her sister like your wedding and stuff I've seen her have like Mm -hmm. like a re like it just it's it's really um uh I was gonna say spreading (laughs) what's what's the word infectious infectious you know what I'm trying to say yeah what would the R number be on this laugh are we talking about like a a high two I I, like to me (laughs) Do you have to be two meters away from the laugh? Those are hilarious, and like I really enjoy it. And I, what I, mm. I wanted to ask, there was a, a scene, um, because you were saying that Paula and her sisters and I used to quote the commitments and stuff. So that I did think of her then when I was watching this, and you know, and because she's a yeah. midwife, you know, when, uh, she's about she's about to get the, I don't know whether it's the epidural oh, or, the, or like she's getting numb yeah, down there. I'm sure. not sure yeah. if it's the epidural. It'll make your, yeah. it'll make your and funny feel. I just feel. Thought to myself yeah. like, I so wonder what? if Paula <laughs> has ever thought like, oh, I'd love to say that to somebody. 
It'll make you funny, relax. <laughs> make you funny, relax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, there, there is a bit, Trev, of, you know, like when, when she tells the friends, the, the reactions that they have are very, you know, like, because she has like her kind of best friend. And then what one yeah, of the friends yeah. is, is Mr. Burgess's daughter, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And then the other one, the 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 blondie one, is kind of like the the Joey Tribbiani of the, of the three. Yeah, with like zero dialogue, yeah, like really barely anything. anything to say. Yeah, we need four women. Uh, what are you gonna do with the fourth one? Ah, we figure but, it out. <laughs> they didn't figure it out. Yeah, like the, the 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 best friend. You know, there's a little bit of character development, but I I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Trev. Like w- whenever you see them, all they're doing is drinking making dirty jokes drinking their heads off dirty jokes yeah do you know what it is it's the equivalent of the lads that run the barber shop in coming to america that's what they are they're that they're those characters like and it's it's like oh and like there's so much comedy coming out of the house you almost don't need it anywhere else in the movie like colomini and his daughter and the kids that's that's the gold right there you don't need it everywhere of the poor man's like Del Boy or no it wasn't even Del Boy the poor man's trigger his friend oh in yeah, the pub, yeah who's like oh what do you mean compadre like <laughs> oh yeah he was like a 50s teddy boy he was like yeah a yeah it was yeah, yeah. It, it was I, I didn't like Stephen Furs is like one input to the movie uh what we need here is a typical English uh, <laughs> uh you, you you get English men in in <laughs> Dublin still right is that you still get English gentlemen walking around yes it's a it's a weird character to put into a Dublin pub like in yeah. Kilbarrick like yeah, yeah a, fe- a fellow with greasy hair and a little greasy mustache and a leather jacket selling uh fake baby clothes yeah because like, yeah, he, he, do, he doesn't have yeah. he doesn't have much of a character beyond how he looks you know i mean i think like brendan gleason's yeah. uh character his friend is probably the only one that's kind of developed it's like him and sharon's friend are the only mm. kind of friends that have any sort of development outside of just just being yeah. in the pub drinking and, and making jokes and whatnot yeah i mean yeah true there, there is a there is that bit where they're they're talking about and again this is you know it's a movie of its time where they're talking about uh they they said to brendan gleason's character you know are, are you gay or whatever yeah you, know, you must be oh, clear yeah. and he goes no no i'm not i just you know i, I don't understand them yeah i just i don't understand how you know you can a, a queer can like another queer or whatever and i was like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. But that's like nineties uh, Dublin lads uh, in a pub. Yeah. And the, like they're they're in the downstairs. That that's what I found interesting about you know the the pub. The upstairs is for like the young people, and uh, the downstairs is just full of old men. And there's like an old there's like a small TV in the corner where the rest of the pub are all watching yeah. sport. And it's just yeah. lads. That, it's that, basically that, a gay that was bar like, without without gay people. Yeah, yeah. Swords was a lot like that, Andrea. When we like, when I used to go the out in Swords lamb. a lot, like um, the Slaughtered Lamb, um, the Harp, uh, the the Slaughtered, uh, Slaughtered Lamb. Yeah, but me, I brought Paula on her first date to the Slaughtered Lamb. She got her handbag stolen. <laughs> um, that was our first date. Wow. Yeah, 
I had to pay for a taxi home. God. Um, I, can't be, I can't believe you were so Sorlam lazy that you brought her on a date to your hometown. Like, why didn't she oh, go yeah. into Big town? Time. Or on the, bi- on the biggest <laughs> town was... close to your hometown? <laughs> well, my, yeah. my first date with yeah, Carol was like the, the nearest uh, restaurant to the house I lived in. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just just down just the road. If it didn't go well, I could just like pop up back, walk walk home. It'd be grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in stores, all the pubs were like that. It was all like the like the older guys drinking downstairs, and all the young kids would go upstairs. Yeah, they never for a wanted drink. to miss a beat, and for, the, and, and for a bop, they wanted to cover all the grounds yeah. in the pub. Yeah, you know, it. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the movie did make me miss pubs. Yeah, and and I do love. There's a there's a lovely um, moment where when. Des is it Des? Is yeah. that Colomini's character's name? Des, when he when he make when he makes up a, when he, when he reconciles the broken relationship with Sharon and they're back on track and it cuts to him in the pub having a great time and he's telling the, the coconut <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah. What has this? What begins with this? Yeah, what, what is it? What's hard? What's, what's hard and hairy on the outside? Yeah, soft what's and hard and hairy? Gooey. <laughs> yeah, soft and gooey on the inside. Come on, Trev. You have two kids. Yeah. Come on, you know. Gooey, you know, yeah, you yeah. Know <laughs> hey, you never had a gooey coconut? <laughs> Begins with a C, ends with a T. It's got a U and an A. Yeah, a co- co- coconut. But the, the ca- it's the second time they did it in the movie. The zoom up camera, the smash into yeah, his yeah. face and the big laugh. But I laughed out loud when they yeah. did that. It, it was more the direction. Yeah. Um, it was like something out of. Um, it was almost like an Edgar Wright shot, like, yeah, like yeah. The, the, the quick push, zoom in, push in. Uh, kind of reminded me of the World's End a bit. That yeah. kind of like when um, Simon Pegg's winking at the camera as he's the, having the, the point. energy of a drunken night out, where you're telling telling yeah yeah new jokes to your mates, kind of thing. And the chaos, people are like, it's like it's like this fucking it's like underground in the Titanic behind them, like it's people jumping over each other, like. Best quotes I've got, like they're all Colomini's quotes. Yeah. I actually have the coconut joke as one of my best quotes, but the I love the line that he says to his uh, eldest son when he's screaming at Sharon, he's so stressed out, and the, the son comes out wearing his boxers, and uh, he goes, "What's going on, Dad?" And he goes, "Oh, you mind your own business. You go in, put in your, <laughs> you go in, put on your clothes, go down, get your breakfast, and go out and get yeah. a fucking job." <laughs> it's such like a, just a vent in his fa- in his son's face. But it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant line. Uh, and then the the red alert, red alert thing made me laugh. Um, and I and then I started googling. I was like, oh, wh- when did Colomini do Deep Space Nine? Because like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then loads of people Google that. It's like it's on loads of message boards, people saying like, oh, is there a correlation there? But he actually had, he was filming um, Deep Space Nine in 92 because that, that, that went out on in January 93 and the snapper went out in 93 as well. So he was probably like definitely, whether he just finished one or whatever, but there was yeah. overlap there, definitely. So I, I wonder if he ad-libbed that line in like because it's a line that's said in, in Star Trek a lot. Red alert, red alert. Um, and then I just, I just, I chuckled at the, well, there's the big famous one. I suppose a ride is out of the question. Yeah. That's a great line as well. Well, actually the, 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 the funniest line in that scene is I'll go and brush my teeth. He says, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll go and brush my nice. teeth. And then she says, that'd be nice. But I love the way she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, yeah, I'll just finish this line. And she's really like, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I'll just finish this line. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I like it as well when he's, <laughs> it's kind of unrealistic, but when he's reading the, he gets that book, every woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, every in, woman, and in yeah. the library, he's like, "It's for, it's for the wife." 
And then he he walks he walks into <laughs> Sharon's uh, room, and he's like, "I'm just reading about reading about sex there." And he's like looking down, and he's just going, yeah. "Jesus!" And and walks out again. <laughs> yeah. Like, Would you wander into yeah. your daughter's room? Your daughter's when you're reading about <laughs> yeah. sex in the book. But when when he's he's going down on his wife then. And she like pulls yeah. him up by the hair, and she's like, "Where did you learn that?" <laughs> yeah, she thinks she's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's her, I think that's her that's her best line. I think it's like her best moment. Like <laughs> it's because it's <laughs> where where did you learn that? Yeah, it's oh, I good. thought her best moment was when she um, smacks Burgess's uh, wife. What yeah. a hit! What a what a fake and hit! Yeah. Yeah. Looks like she really slapped her. The women that come to help yeah. Mrs. Burgess outside the gate, they're, they're like zombies. Brilliant. What happened? What happened? Oh, what happened? They're gossip zombies. That's what they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, gossip like, zombies. Yeah, yeah. Gossip. And one of them is, um, uh, what's her name? She's uh, in Father's she, Head. She, yeah, she played Mary. She, she Mary. passed away there in, in, in February, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Ah. Oh, did she? Um, yeah. I had her, I had her yeah. name written down, but I've, I've lost it. Is there anything we don't understand? Any plot holes? The, like the only only thing I have is... Oh, I have another, I have another, I have another I, favourite quote. Um, oh, yeah, uh, go. It's Colomini. It's um, when she, when she's kind of justifying like, the fact that she got pregnant. She's like, I was drunk. I don't remember his name. and um, Or the fact that she doesn't know the dad. And I love this line because she just goes, I was drunk when I met your mother, but I still remember her name. And then he pauses and goes, it's Kate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. afraid he did. Yeah. I, I do. I right. like it when yeah. he... Yeah, you, you, you need evidence yeah. for that statement? I've or got the, it. The other yeah. thing, my other one is, it's, just, it's, a sm- it's a quick one that, um, but I, I it, maybe it was improvised, but when he's chatting about... Uh, Sharon to to his wife in the garden, and she's gardening, and he's just pointing out flaws and like, oh, there's a there's a few weeds oh, there. Yeah, that scene and is great. It, like every second line, he's just pointing at things that she needs to do, and then he just goes, he looks around and goes, it's hard to believe so much shite can come out of one dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. He, like he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that you know you eat food, you shit the food. And, yeah. You know, like, I do. I I like it when he's but, talking to the dog as well. It's, it's yeah, it's, me too. That's made me laugh. Yeah, I actually wrote that one down as well, Dre, and I actually skimmed past it. But I think as a fellow dog owner, you, yeah. you can relate to it because I have a tiny dog and he does like yeah. five shits constant. a day in the garden. It's constant. It's, it's yeah. constant, constant shit <laughs> machines. I like the line when uh, Mr. Burgess's wife is reading the letter that he's written her when he when he leaves. Oh, yeah. And the very last line in it is like he's talking about you know <laughs> yeah. i you know i need to get away yeah. or i've you know i've i've found someone else that i'm trying to figure figure things out blah 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 this devastating letter and then he goes at the end of it, it's like p.s the paper is my sister's well <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The letter on it. like, Bush, do you, do you know what <laughs> i i've learned now that that's re- that was a really common thing for um men to do because my i found letters in my attic similar not similar not similar content but like with similar things written at the end and another, my 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 granny's first husband was killed in the war and then she married my granddad yeah but i have letters from her first husband when he was writing from the war so he was sending letters back from um belgium and he was in france mm. at some point 
and at the end of the letter, so he's just kind of, it was a real normal letter of day-to-day stuff. At the end, it was a PS of, oh, PS, um, I'm not having an affair with some fancy French woman. They just have very fancy paper here. You know? Oh, because <laughs> oh, the, the paper it's, is obviously yeah. fancy yeah, writing like paper. Yeah, feminine like pen like or like you know, it's Flurries. like it's like Colomini knowing what to do downstairs. Your one's like, who? Where'd you learn that? Where'd you get this paper? Yeah, yeah, you, you, can't, yeah. you can't Google it. Yeah, back, back <laughs> that's a good days. show. I did like the line, um, and I, you hate liking his lines because he's such a horrible, creepy character. But when he when he's writing to his wife and he says, "I am," as they say in the movies, torn between two <laughs> yeah, lovers. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> such, such a, like, inflated like a loser, like. <laughs> Yeah, Harry yeah, Grant or something yeah. in a in a sixties <laughs> knockabout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go on to plot holes. Yeah, go ahead. I have I, I have a massive plot hole, but it's just it's logistics oh, because I'm from Dublin. Hang on, hang on a second. What I there's one line I like from the from uh, when she goes in for like her checkups or whatever, and she's talking to her friends, and she goes, mm. uh, "Ask me what my menstrual history was." or how, how my menstrual history was. And then one of the friends says, menstrual history, I got a C in that in my inter. <laughs> I thought that was a funny one. Yeah. yeah. That's funny, yeah. 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 How's your movements? How's yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lovely little reaction. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I don't oh, fully understand yeah, what's yeah. going on here. Oh, you know, you know like when she's... Um, yeah, yeah. So I'll just when get, she's at yeah. work and she's not wearing the uniform and the boss is given out to her. And then immediately after, oh, yeah, she's yeah. recounting the story like word for word as it happens. And you know, we know yeah. that she's telling the exact truth because we just saw it. And then I, her, one of her friends just goes, "Yeah, yeah, well, you should have stuck one of your tits in his mouth as well." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so extreme. Yeah. yeah, such a needless extreme line. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it's like it, yeah. it made me laugh because it was so. <laughs> it was so like, I was like, there's no need to say that. Just take, just takes <laughs> out of it, like, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes crazy Brenda again, <laughs> being crazy. Um, but Dre, you got a plot hole you want to yeah. address, you want to bring to the court of plot holes. Right, and Ed, so there, Barrytown, the fictional town, is Kilbarrick, right? Which is on yeah. the north side, mm. near, on the dark line. When when oh, yeah. it's the code red and he's driving Sharon into town, did you notice the route that they take through the city? They're like they're all over they're, the shop. Yeah, they, they go to the south side, back to the north side, to, back to the south side, and then like yeah, it, yeah. from Gardner Street back to crossing the, the yeah. not the O'Connell Bridge, but the other one and back I know, south like, side that's just again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most people abroad won't know what the hell's like where they're going but was everyone from dublin watching that in yeah. the cinema going where the fuck is he going where you is know? he going <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. but it's and it's also like you're filming in dublin like it's not like it's a shut down <laughs> yeah. times square like yeah. you, you, like you know <laughs> it's not vanilla sky yeah. with fucking Calamini going through the square going jesus this is crazy <laughs> fucking she was nuts. everyone like it's just like he, <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is everybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was this a zombie apocalypse or what is it? Uh, oh, there's me dog. <laughs> he got his shits everywhere. Uh, but I love him. He's me only. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. For anyone, I'm, yeah, I went from uh, I went from Vanilla Sky to I Am Legend just in a little. Yeah, yeah. For anyone who's not in my brain right now, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, the, the the logistics of the route to the hospital was. 
and, and unless which I doubt he was just panicking because he was like driving his pregnant daughter uh, to the rotunda yeah like but I doubt that was the case he wanted to look up the, route, yeah. the main routes back then because maybe there maybe you couldn't <laughs> drive from Gardner Street to the rotunda but, but I but I, I kind of uh, yeah. doubt it that's a fair show a lot of one way systems there's more one way systems now than there was there because there was less cars then I like because most of the streets would have been two way. True. And maybe the rest of it, I don't know. Yeah. But um, I think I think we need to take this podcast on a fifteen minute detour and do a deep dive into <laughs> city planning, the city planning <laughs> yeah. of Dublin, yeah, uh, circa nineteen ninety three, and find out for sure. Yeah. But not like I, I noticed that as well because <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. too familiar with the area where it's set. But then I was like, wait, he's there. And then I was like, no, no how, how is he there now? It doesn't make, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As the logistically uh, challenged yeah. now, crowd it, it's flight. It's not as bad as the, there's um, a, a Steven Soderbergh movie called Haywire with um, Gina Car- Carano uh, before she was cancelled by the internet. But she's this scene in it where she's in Dublin and it's like, you know, she's. Uh, she crosses over the Haypenny Bridge, turns a corner, and there she is at the RDS. You know, it's kind of, it's all, mm. it's all over the shop. But oh yeah, uh, it's actually, it's probably a little bit worse than the Snapper. God, I forgot, I forgot yeah. about that movie. I a, pl- a plot hole. From, well, it's, it's, it's not Soderberg. a plot hole, yeah. really. It's just something I didn't understand at the big, very beginning of the movie when the the little girl who's doing her uh, majorette stuff, she's dressed up in her thing. And she's got oh, yeah. shaven foam on her face. Yeah. And I didn't... What was, what was that about? I, I was like, why has she got shaven foam on her face? It's just, I think in the was book... Was it like a fake the, beard? No, in the book, the girl, the two twins were just always doing mad things. And I think in in, this, in one of the scenes, they're, they're teaching each other how to shave because they saw their dad doing it. Yeah. But you don't, but you don't uh, see that. Right. She just has shaven okay. foam on her face. Like yeah. I thought it was mad just, enough that she that she like she was, you know, doing her majorette thing and throwing her baton in the air and catching it and stuff. I was like, what? What? Huh? What? Well, that's 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 a whole. You know, I, like I didn't read the book again for the podcast, but I did read it <laughs> as a kid. And she, they're obsessed with the majorettes, and that is another like little side mm, thing of yeah. the twins begging for like money for a majorette's uniform type thing and then the yeah. other kid is obsessed with uh, Stephen Roach because of the the Tour de France so yeah that's what yeah. That's, it just gives you those little yeah. glimpses into the other kids lives yeah and it is like and I, I read the book as well but again yeah it was about 10 years ago yeah. when I read it I actually I, read I actually it got it um the Daily ago. Mirror that's where I got it, it. I got free. it for free in, in a newspaper really? yeah this one yeah yeah I got free in the newspaper oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the, the one. Ireland on Sunday, that's the one. On the back. Yeah, Ireland on Sunday. Sorry, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ireland on Sunday. Books Podcast is yeah, not sponsored yeah, yeah. by Rags. <laughs> by Rags. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so I, the only plot hole I have is, and we kind of touched on it. The older brother. Maybe you guys. Maybe hey. Maybe yeah. you guys can help me here. Maybe I missed something. The older brother when he's like throwing stones at the house, and Sharon comes out and says, "What are you doing?" And he's like. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. And he calls her a slut. I'm doing this for you, you and, slut. I'm doing this for you, you, you slut. And then the cops come yeah. and then he gets arrested. So there's two things I don't get. One, what was what was he doing? And then second of all, like, and I get it, he can't break down, He's in, is he embarrassed or he can't break, the, he's a man, he can't break down those emotions or something and he's just been an idiot. 
So that whole thing I don't get. And then the second thing is, did they resolve that? Like, because he, he was in jail, and Colin Meaney gave the cop a sandwich and asked him, "When is my son getting yeah. out?" And then that was kind of the end of it. There's no more. Did, did, yeah, did, did they get the, to the end of that? There were a couple what of, of times in the movie where a scene ends and you jump to the next scene and suddenly something mad is happening and there's been no kind of yeah. sort of build up to it. Like yeah. I can't remember what happened, but mm. it happened maybe two or three times within the movie where a scene will end mm. and then the next scene will happen and he's throwing a, a yeah. bin through the window and screaming and I'm like, oh shit, how do we get to here? But yeah, but yeah, and it's like yeah. half two in the morning and... Colomini's uh, in the in the cop shop, but Sharon's with him as well, and I don't understand why she's there. But then there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing about it afterwards. Like yeah, there's no kind of resolution. There's no like, there's no scene where he's getting out and they're driving home, and it's like you know, and sh- and he says, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, fucking gobshite or whatever. Yeah, gosh, you you got fired from the from the army because you now you've got a yeah. criminal record. You know, like it's like you know the the consequences of what he did like it was only, on his own career. The scene yeah. in the cop shop was only for the joke where there's got like the sambos. enough ham sandwiches wrapped in tinfoil to probably feed the entire guard station, and then they and then they sit down and then that's it. And it is funny that the notion of it is something that an Irish mother would do, like if you got arrested. She probably would make some ham sandwiches and give them to your dad to bring them to to the garden yeah. station for you, yeah. <laughs> even though it's two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like you know you can't can't have them going hungry. That's the only plot hole that I that I identified with my yeah. plot. Yeah, like, I mean it's the, the whole movie is like ninety one minutes, so there's not really that much. We we have a question who would start the reboot, and it just made and we again we kind of touched on this. It just raised the question in my mind if. In a world where the book exists, but the movie doesn't, and the book is as popular as it is today, and Roddy Doyle is given a deal, or he's, yeah, he's given like a Netflix deal or something, but his one thing is you can't change a word of the script, and the script is as it is in the film that we've seen, like, does it get made? Like, with the kind of notion that this is a period piece, it is set in 1992, uh, or 93, or whatever. Does it get made today? Um, I, I, mm, I don't think so. I think it's too kind of uh, brash. You know, like, you know, like we're saying at, the, at yeah. the beginning, I can't think of any... The only movie you can really compare it to is The Commitments in the sense that it's about working class people <clears throat> in Dublin who... Yeah fucking hate each other but love each other at at the end of the day and i don't think you could yeah. really i think if you yeah if you made it today it would be too well maybe i mean like you've got brendan o'carroll making um mrs brown's boys the movie which is kind of like a throwback to the 90s but not funny at all so yeah so yeah, yeah true. maybe it could be done I mean, I like they they made um, intermission in what two thousand two or something, and like yeah. that's yeah, something like that's that. That's you know yeah. a foul mouthed movie, but I'm not sure that yeah. made mm, yeah. much money. Um, in it's fact, not I, very think, good though, I think it? it made a loss. But it, but like there is a that's a film that like people 
quote from and stuff and like yeah i don't know like people in ireland would love it i'm not sure if it would travel there's there's a market for nostalgia but i think i think maybe it would be too expensive to make a period piece yeah. yeah, because you'd have to get all those square boxy cars that seem to exist in Ireland in the nineties, that that made yeah. Ireland in the nineties yeah. look like the Soviet bloc in the sixties or something. Yeah, uh, but that's the that's the crazy thing about it, and I, I I already said this fact on the commitments podcast, but like it, but it boggles my mind when I when I when I read it, like night early nineties Ireland. Yeah like their the standing that we had in the world is the same as today's modern day Kakistan. Like that's that's that was that's where we yeah, stood in the yeah. world. So like I, I do remember being I do remember being that age, like ninety three, you know, everything in my life ninety three is a linchpin in my in my maturity with Jurassic Park. <laughs> but like so I always remember like it's that year. Jurassic Park. Like when you when you compare those two movies, like the biggest movie in America yeah, think and about the it. biggest like, movie yeah. in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park and the Snapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like... it's crazy. It's crazy. Like that's that's the cultural equivalent. And like, I remember as a as a kid, not the cultural equivalent, but you know, yeah. it's a, it's a you know, when I was a kid, I remember watching. I, I remember watching American movies, thinking, "Oh, cars are just bigger yeah. in America." Yeah, yeah. You know, where where now it's like you go to America and it's like they just have the same cars that we have. You know, or you go to some cities in america and you're like oh this place looks old this is yeah. as modern as dublin you know because it's like we're we've caught up but yeah it's it's crazy it is it's like what it, but it really is a period piece when you look back on it and that, that's what like that's like in the context of that then or a non-period piece as in hey, 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 i'm missing your period hey, piece i like that <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah i'm ashamed um, of myself who who does tom uh, hanks play in the movie dre who does Tom Hanks play in this movie? I just think that Tom Hanks is a bit too pure for this film. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't think I'd want yeah, to subject yeah, him to yeah. it. Um, yeah. He could probably play... Like, apart from the, the father, uh, there's no other likable male characters in, in, the, in it. Are you all, all right, no, Sharon? No, he's, no, he's never playing... Georgie Burgess. Burgess. I mean, he couldn't. Well, no. see, I actually, I, I no. have, no, I have a Tom Hanks role in the Snapper for Tom mm. Hanks. Where? But I think w- when we do, who should Tom Hanks play in this? It should be either he takes over a role from someone, or a new role is created. We create a role for him. So okay. I think the 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 scene where Sharon's remembering. Uh, Mr. Burgess and she's like but she's so drunk she can't remember if it's Mr. Burgess so she has she has the dream yeah. she has the remembrance and it's like was it Mr. Burgess or was and, it Forrest Gump and so, and someone comes in and interrupts her and then later on she's like trying to remember again what exactly happened that night and you get to the point where Mr. Burgess yeah. comes over he says is he alright Sharon and he comes over and he starts kissing her and then all of a sudden you just hear this voice Excuse me, sir. And it's Tom Hanks, who's yeah. an American tourist staying <laughs> yeah. in the hotel. Because, you in know, a trench like coat. the hotel is like they're, they're celebrating the soccer teams after winning a match or something. So he's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he's like, get, get away from that girl. You're taking advantage of her. And he brings her up to the room and gives her coffee. Yeah. And he's like a businessman who's, you know, on a trip to Ireland. 
to buy a field. To buy a field. And she's like, oh, oh, thank <laughs> you so much. I'm, I'm sobered up now. And uh, what's your name? And she learns his name. And they, uh, they have sex. And he's the father of the child. And he flies back to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or they don't know which is the father because maybe... No, no, Burgess doesn't Burgie get his, got his, his, hands his, on her. his horrible little dick anywhere near Okay. Him. He saves her from Burgess <laughs> and he impregnates her. So when the baby okay. comes out, okay. it looks exactly like Tom Hanks. <laughs> well, do you know um, <laughs> the, in the... In the book, Sharon thinks to herself that she wishes she had been a bit more promiscuous because then but basically because everyone knows that she hasn't been with anybody <clears throat> or she hasn't been with many yeah. men that yeah. they know that they'll be able to whittle it down and then they were they were able to guess who it was oh yeah, yeah well yeah. once he started blabbing but she says something like it would have at least it would have made the guessing a bit more fun if she was riding all around her she was actually yeah, wishing yeah. for that yeah you know yeah. And maybe that would have made things easier for her, you know, in a way. So I can mm, see yeah. her I can see her thinking. It it is that line and I don't want to get too dark here, but like that line when she, she has the recurring Are you all right, yeah. Sharon? It is such a like her like it's such a creepy line and it's it's and it's also like it starts with it starts with it starts with this friendly neighbor. It's your it's your friend's dad asking your, you, are you all right. Your that's where that whole uh, football coach. Yeah, yeah, your brother's football coach and yeah. your friend's dad, and, and it's it's that fr- familiar voice that you've grew, you grew up with, and that's the voice that's asking you, are you okay? And that's the voice that ends up doing that to you. It's I, fucking horrendous. Like I, it's, I remember I, when, I, when, yeah, yeah, when the movie was was out and popular, and people were quoting it. And my girlfriend at the time had a had a, a sister called Sharon, and people used mm. to say it jokingly to her, "Are you all right, Sharon?" And she'd be like, yeah. "Shut the fuck yeah. up." Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then they yeah. and they'd also yeah. say that was a one Sharon, good girl. That was a yeah. one. And that was a that was the thing about that scene. Like, that's the, that's definitely like I know there's like does the film get made today? Um, okay, maybe it's a period piece, and then you know presentism mm. is kicking in and all that stuff. But but that's an example of something that definitely yeah, Jesus, like, like qu- that scene is horrible. As in their favorite line from the film is just quoting the the, the moment after someone raped rape. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, and and it actually like it, it's a horrible scene, and it's kind of creepy. And for its time, you're kind of watching it, kind of going, "Yeah, they're making it kind of feel creepy. Oh, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's not nice." And that 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 that's good, like you know, that they had the presence of mind to do that. But then they they ruin it by by ending it with a joke, two jokes: the, the knickers and the line that was a one, because he him kind of taking the knickers up yeah. in his hand and bringing them off. It's kind of a gag as well, and it's just it's hor- it's horrible. Um. Has the movie entered anything into the lexicon? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Ha- I suppose all those things that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I just yeah, have, right, sure. yeah, <laughs> snip, snip. Yeah, snip, snip, snip is the other yeah, thing as well. That's, that's, that's the big brilliant. one. There's actually a, isn't there a mural of that somewhere yeah, in town? I think it's on like an electricity box or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any Anything else that we, I, we didn't talk about for the lexicon? Mm. No, I don't 
don't think so. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I mean, for me, if if I was a a foreign person watching it, I'd want to drink Guinness because there's a lot of Guinness in in the movie. Yeah. Uh, no, obviously Guinness was thing before <laughs> before this movie, but <laughs> apart from the commitments. Yeah. But I don't even remember that that many. There wasn't that many scenes of lads drinking creamy pints of Guinness in a pub in the commitments. Do you know what? That's a great show. I never even thought of that. And like my next thing was product placement. And the only thing I had for product placement was the rotunda. <laughs> so like the product, <laughs> I couldn't of think the of anything. Of <laughs> yeah, like the, 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 as a service, you know, if you're going to pick what hospital you're going to go to, um, but. Guinness is the ultimate yeah. winner for the product placement. Like I, I was, I was gagging for a point. The stunning, this. the stunning um, as well. Jesus, because there's a bit in it where he's watching the stunning on TV. Oh yeah, playing the, the everything that yeah. rises. Yeah, because there's no, yeah, there's, no yeah. there's no musical yeah. score in 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 this movie. Yeah, yeah, which is not something that I True. actually even yeah. noticed. It's just, but it's just bookended with the with the with the uh, Fields of Assurance cover. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you're right, and it's kind of yeah, it's cool enough yeah. music for Des uh, Curly to but be what, watching on his own in the sitting is, room. Like, is he's he doesn't want to talk to Sharon at that point, so he'll watch. Yeah, Anakin. yeah. So he'll watch Anakin because because earlier on, <laughs> what's this like She's flicking through, and it's like she's like, and he's not even looking at the TV, and he goes, "What what's on? Saving yeah. Jesus." You know, it's <laughs> like. And yeah. then he's like, oh, you're in, <laughs> yeah, you're in yeah. my way. I can't, you know, I can't see the music that I'm listening to. Okay, guys, one star review. Uh, th- there's actually not a lot of not a lot of metrics on the snapper. Not a lot of volume going through IMDb um, from from a snap. A lot more noise around the commitments. When you go onto the snapper, there's like three trivia points. There's only one one star review, oh. which is good. But it's all. But it's also just reflective of how few reviews the movie has. Like it does have a a couple of hundred reviews in the um in the portal. But yeah, I, I was surprised at how how many people haven't seen this film outside of Ireland. Which I suppose makes sense. I think sense. that's because but, there was a rights issue with the movie for so long, and it was never released yeah. on on DVD for years because there was different different companies. Yeah, had a claim to it. And then it was eventually released, mm, yeah. Uh, and there was a big kind of finally you can own the snapper on DVD, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were like, "What? Still, what, what is that?" Because okay, don't you care. Know, like some people won't watch a movie that's in black and white or has subtitles or is ten years old or whatever. They're like, "Nah, I'm not going to watch that shit." Yeah, but. yeah, or really hard to understand if you're. Well, well, you know, one piece of trivia that that I learned from the documentary on it was that uh Brody Doyle who was a teacher throughout writing the movie and the making of the movie and they shot it literally mm. beside the school that he that he was teaching behind the school yeah and yeah on his lunch break <laughs> yeah. he'd like l- walk around the corner and walk onto set and kind of <laughs> hang out yeah but he got the idea for the book from he was sitting in in the the teacher's lounge and he looked out and he saw a lad in his early 40s pushing a buggy with a kid inside. And yeah. he realized that it wasn't his kid, but it was his grandchild. 
Yeah. And then he thought, what yeah. was the relationship between the mother, of, between his daughter and and himself be like? And that's where he came up with the idea for yeah, but he, the snapper. He said that the, the man pushing the baby had no shame about him and he was very proudly yeah. doing it. And yeah, that, yeah. that's what inspired the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The dad character, which which is which is lovely. The character, mm. yeah, totally, yeah, and that and that's kind of it, and that's kind of it. It's full circle on on what what you know you were saying, Dre, and we were saying as well, and and Ed was saying about the whole like Colomini's character, kind of yeah, he's kind of representative of the, the changing yeah. culture, the changing society in in Ireland in the early nineties. So yeah, and I thought that was kind of cool that story with Roddy because I I I, I literally only heard that um, before I came onto the show today because I was watching I was watching that documentary about an hour ago and I thought it was a nice little story that he, just that image of a writer swinging back in his um, in his classroom yeah. looking out at yeah. that and just that inspires him to to write a a book that okay maybe kind of popular internationally but just hugely like hugely popular within Ireland and such a kind of a relic now in a, in our in our in Irish yeah, literature it's a, it's I suppose a real so snapshot yeah and i i liked know, as well in the in the back to barrytown doc um uh, how visibly moved the director was by the characters and and, and by the family like when he was talking about it he was like it's just so far removed from my, he kept saying his family, you know, so there must have been yeah, maybe a similar situation in his family, but that dealt with it in a bad way, you know? Um, and he, yeah. he did, did he say it was the, hit the favorite film, his favorite film that he's ever directed? Yeah. Yeah. That's well, a, yeah, that's, that does he, say a lot, was, you know? I, I think he was, he was kind of saying that it was, it was something that yeah he he'd never seen in yeah in his family he was kind of talking a bit about just english people in in general but i think it was more it, yeah. from kind of yeah. personal experience yeah that there was yeah there was a kind of an openness and a and a pride and a love and a yeah like no no shame mm. and the, yeah we don't have money yeah. but we have each other kind of a thing like yeah. mentality and also yeah. the 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 kind of loosening the grip of uh between church and state and you know women yeah uh you know having kids as single mothers not being ashamed of it and having the support of yeah. their families and probably eventually you know the the, the communities as well but they're you know that's why they're there's still a little bit of with the neighbors and the gossips and whatever and the slut shaming that's going on but it's that kind of it's at that yeah uh, crossing point between yeah the old shameful uh church and the new kind of modern progressive you know dad who reads about yeah. how to find the g-spot on his wife <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and there there is something lovely about watching a movie of a time that I can relate to and so many people can relate to at where like the whole country just had no money. <laughs> yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't just like, you know, it's not like now where there's like all these different classes and people connect with me, like pe people connect now 
through art and through music and through ref- like cultural references where back then you can just yeah. everyone can just relate to the fact that like everyone was in yeah. that boat like that and, was just the whole the, country like the you know tiger the, kind of divided the country into before the Celtic tiger the haves before, and the have-nots kind of more so as well yeah 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 totally yeah it's like it's the italia yeah. 90 kind of like you know that was a, it was the italia 90 generation almost where like like jesus like, <laughs> like if you google if you want to youtube and look up like you know um like house housing estates uh italia 90 it's like some of the best videos you'll ever watch like just uh, you know people driving around their cars with flags and stuff and it was just it was <sighs> italia 90 for I don't know why I'm talking about the Italian 90 now, but what that did for Ireland, it's like, again, it's like what it, it's like what winning a World Cup or even yeah. getting into a World Cup would do, and I'm re- I'm referencing again, but for a country like yeah, say Pakistan yeah. or something like that, it's like nobody has anything, so let's all latch on to this, um, and there's a huge togetherness there, and then obviously the Rabbit family or the Curly family was a microcosm or a micro mm, version yeah, of that kind of yeah. thing. You know, we have nothing, but we have to get it. We're yeah, all there, in there, this together. There is that, that's that scene where. I think it's maybe the second piss up that Sharon has with her friends. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And they're 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 walking home and they're singing Ole, 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 Ole. Yeah. And that's like that's the town yeah. ninety, you know, that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. One star reviews. We got uh I L C D uh, put this review in on the 27th of July 2000 and it's the only one star review in the IMDb movie community as of at the 31st of May 2021 so if it changes you know don't hold me to it but right now it's the only one star review so you gonna add it's got a lot of weight on it so let... <laughs> yeah yeah I want to <laughs> skew it out a little bit um, this is one of the most depressing movies I have seen I only watched the I only watched the first Good fifteen enough. minutes of this movie. I think he, yep. Yeah. Uh, I rewound it and returned the movie where I rented it rewound from. Rewound it. He wrote that. Yeah, he wrote the he wrote this review in the. Oh year no, two thousand was, was, was tape, wasn't it? Tape. Yeah, yeah there was. It was a crossover period, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, that was still tape because yeah. I, re- I okay. recorded nine eleven off the telly in two thousand and one. It was Did weird, you? yeah, we recorded ca- part I'm of the news because, like, we didn't realise that it, like, that was going to be the beginning of 24-hour news. You know, when you're, like... Yeah, And, true. like, my mum recorded, yeah, like, yeah, the news yeah. the day that, like, Princess Diana died. It, again, not realising that it would be repeated yeah. from the history, you know? Yeah, we'll never yeah. see this again. We'll have a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know, I kind of like this this guy already because he's saying I rewound it immediately. So at least he has the common courtesy to rewind his tape of the movie that he doesn't yeah, like. Yeah, he's critical but courteous. Uh, two C's exactly. you want yeah. in a, some in in, in a, on your team if you're in the if you're in the review business community. This is this is the guy you want. This movie was supposed to be a comedy movie. <laughs> I like that he said movie twice in that sentence. This movie was supposed to be a comedy movie. Imagine somebody coming out at the Oscars and presenting, and now the best movie of the comedy movie section. Uh, This movie was supposed to be a comedy movie, not a depressing movie. Also, I don't care for profanity every 15 seconds unless it sounds like a good movie, like Goodwill Hunting. Jesus. I don't know what that sentence means. 
I also, comma, I don't care for profanity every 15 seconds unless it sounds like a good movie like Good Will Hunting. I don't remember much profanity in Good Will ah, there Hunting. there is. But no, ah, I don't either. In Good Will no. Hunting there is. Yeah. Just a little, a little bit. Ah, get the fuck out of yeah. here. I'm from Boston. Hey, hey, I'm a genius. Hey, give me... You're fucking great with your numbers. Hey, you? fucking hey fucking. two plus two equals fucking equations. Um, don't... <laughs> Don't rent this movie unless you like depressing movies. <laughs> Jesus, this person is like... Uh, the mother, I would say, is the most depressing character in the entire movie. I gave it a 1 out of 10 since I turned it off after 15 minutes. Depressing and boring. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I, I, can we even take that one on board? Maybe we just... I mean, the, the, now, see, now I feel less... Uh, you know, when I, when I said... They, they rewound the movie, but they didn't watch the whole movie. Yeah. They just rewound 15 yeah. minutes of it, which would have taken about a minute. A minute. And then, you know, so the the courteous <laughs> aspect, I, I take it back. Can, can you, could you like give a movie back back then if you didn't like it and get money back? No. Um, No, I think you you could I if you returned so. it. Um, if you, if you return, if you returned like it, it that night. In a few hours, like a half hour or something. Yeah. 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 Um, so like this isn't for me. I've done that in cinemas where I've 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 been watching a movie and it's like this is fucking awful. Yeah. And I've left and went. Can I go see something else? And they'd be like, Yeah, go on, grand. I used to do that, except I didn't complain. I just went into other movies. <laughs> and he, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. also even when I loved the first movie that I saw, but I had nothing else to do for the rest of the day. <laughs> me and Paul. Yeah, you buy one <laughs> ticket and see two oh, movies yeah. or sometimes three. three. Um, three, three out of, so there was no two star review so just to kind of weigh it up here I've got another bad review but it's a three star one frankly on 2nd of June 2015 so this is a six year old review um, so you know a bit of, bit of um, presentism maybe is you know, there's a, there's a present, a present mm-hmm. lens on this review we usually give up on pregnant we, we so he's watching for two um, <laughs> me and my reviewing me and my partner, reviewing partner uh, we usually give up on pregnancy movies but despite <laughs> the non-stop yeah ah, there's a few Father of the, Father of the Bride 2 Father of the Bride 2 uh, Juno yeah, uh, yeah Ju- nine, nine months, months. what's, nine yeah. months. what's Never the one s- with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger Junior Junior yes Junior Junior, Junior. Ah, I got a bell Junior I'm going. I'm going to have a baby uh, in nine months. Can, can our next can our next one be a baby film? Daddy the Vito. Can our next one be a baby film? Because 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 of your baby Ed and and sure. his baby. Maybe maybe it should yeah, be sure. a, a baby um, film with Kevin. Sure. All three three babies. Please. I I could actually I could do it with you, isn't it? and then we could call the podcast Three Men and a Little Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do, we should do three men and a baby. Yeah, do three men and a baby. Com- comedians with car seats getting coffee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Very good. Might use that joke again. We usually give up in pregnancy movies, but despite the non-stop gungy language and crudeness and yelling and hitting and folks getting away with really awful actions, fair point, we stuck with it. And despite the hard way they tr- they treat each other, the main family's devotion to each other was heartwarming. The younger siblings were a breath of fresh air in all the gunge. 
Gunge is a weird word to use for. Cool. Yeah, I can, I can yeah, kind of agree with that review, to be honest. Yeah, well, there's more. Oh, there, there's more. I, yeah, gunge sounds like what they used to put on people on kids' TV shows years ago. Gun, that's gunge, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Other than the second daughter's goth look, this movie has not aged well and could be a great one to redo, hopefully without the factor and without the styles and cinematography that we thought were so great in the 90s. There's no drastic cinematography in this movie. It's no, like it was just made basic. In a shoestring yeah. Budget-like. Yeah, yeah. It would be. Yeah, it's a TV yeah, movie. It would, yeah. be, it would be fun to hear the witty vocab rather than the gungy vocab. I love interest and some major comeuppances for a few folks. And it would be great to see a bit of focus on how the characters are prepping for their future. What? <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this movie is that, like, it's it's like. No, like no, the future is uncertain for everybody because like there's no there's no third level, there's no whatever. Uh, there's there's also a great commentary between the lines about friendship, and there's a bit, and there's a bit of a, ca- a cautionary tale. Just wish, just just wish it came without the violence. What violence? And the needless references to the well, the rape. Oh. Boy, yeah, okay, that kind of violence. Okay, fair, yeah. fair point, Ray. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought I just imagined like fisticuffs and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just wish it came without the violence and the needless references to the barnyard, which were all very, very annoying. Barnyard? Are they mixing up? Is, is, has, did this person watch like Witness or something? Yeah, what? The, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like I such a um, low sample size this week for the for reviews. That's <laughs> there's only a three star and a one star, and then it just goes up. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on with that one. But generally, to be fair, IMDb gave it a seven point four uh, rating, which That's is pretty good, isn't which it? is pretty good. It's lower than the commitments got. Um, it's higher than the van got. Oh, when are we doing the van? <laughs> oh God, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember, I don't the, remember van the van really good. at all. I know it's about a chip van during the Euros yeah, or something. I remember, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember enjoying the book. Yeah. Um. I mean, like all, all the books are great, but yeah. When I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't very good." Yeah. But I've only seen it once, so I mean, I'd, I'd watch it again. Oh, yeah, I've actually never seen the van. I never. I've never seen it. Never watched it. Oh. The, like the the snapper, right? And we're moving on to you can. If 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 the listeners can hear some, I hear hey, those. I hear those keys. Jingle, jingle. jangle. Hey, I knew a man. Jingle jangle, and he'll open a vault for you with his worn out keys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with rusty keys, jagged luck, and a latch, <laughs> he would do the old open up the vault dance. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> he would rate movies so high, then so low, <laughs> before he'd put them in. <laughs> um, <laughs> one more verse. Go on, one more verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brown, movie man. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, I can't think of any more lyrics. So... Am I going to put this in the vault? Am I not going to put it into the vault? Simple question. Let me let me complicate the answer. Uh, I would rate this movie as a better movie than the commitments. I think, in the sense of, in the sense, wow. yeah, in the sense of, it's more rewatchable. 
it has a more of a nostalgic connection in my life and my family and with me and Paul have seen it a bit and her family really like it. I think they really like it anyway. We've definitely quoted it a bit. Um, so I would revisit the Snapper much more frequently, I think, than I would rewatch the commitments. But I ain't putting it in the fucking vault. Um because it's a piece of shit. And <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I just look, it's a nice I think Colomini is fantastic in it. Um I think it raised like there's a lot of badness about this film and it hasn't aged well and there's a lot wrong with it with those present glasses that we've been talking about. Um, you know, like but even that aside, just looking at it like kind of objectively without without that lens on, I all that's left is Colomini and it's a strong performance, it's a funny performance, but I think it's all that the movie really has going for it. Um like there's a lot of charm. It coasts it coasts a lot on charm. You know, like, like a lot of those characters in the pub in the background, a lot of kind of like Jack the Lads, you know, chancers, bit of crack, but not much levity, not much weight to them. And I think that's, they're good. The extras in this movie are a good reflection of what the movie is to me. Uh, a lot of charm, not much weight. So it's not going to the vault for me, guys. So there you go. Set out my stall. Don't at me. Wow. But but please come at me because I need to, to hear what you have to say so I can record for the podcast. <laughs> wow. Who's next? Hot Take Trev strikes again. Hot Take Trev strikes again. <laughs> Sorry, but the canister, uh, there's some smoke smoldering from underneath my desk here. Let me just put my gun back down. and. Uh... Dre, what do you think? I think had I been deciding on the vault selection when I was a kid, I would have put them in order, the Bar- the Barrytown Trilogy in order, The Snapper, The Commitments, and then The Van. Um, there are some great scenes in The Van that uh, that stand out, like the when he's wearing the fuck Scalacci t-shirt. <laughs> he's in the pub, uh, and he just has a normal Ireland t-shirt on, and then they scored the goal that knocks Ireland out, and the next scene when they're in the pub, he's wearing a t-shirt that says fuck Scalacci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so, like, from memory alone from my childhood memory the snapper would be going into the vault and not the commitments mm. but then re-watching them now as an adult I think the commitments is a much better film it's such a great film so funny and the music is brilliant and yeah it's just great um, the the snapper is just uh, uh, yeah, it just something doesn't doesn't fit right with me mm. with it at the same time. So like I think could we just put so because um Colomini's character, he's Pat Rabbit. No, what is he? He's he's Mr. Rabbit in the first film. So he's already in the vault. But yeah, he's in there. He's in there, but I Unfor- would like I I propose just putting um Pat, like Mr. Curly in the vault. Just him alone, um, without the rest of the cast. I yeah, I think maybe. Oh, I don't know. Let me. Let me, I don't know if I want my final decision made just yet. Ed, I want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll know. Let me make my decision. Based you want the ca- you want the casting vote, Ray. You want to be yeah. the Kama- yeah, the Kamala Harris of the uh, of the Senate here. I don't want to say no just yet or yes. I just yeah. Go on, Ed. Yeah, Come I back mean. To me. <clears throat> 
I think uh, the, the, yeah, the commitments is a much better movie. Like the, the, this, in in some ways, is kind of it's kind of uh, overreaching mm. itself a little bit, and I mean that as a compliment. In that it was made for TV, and it, you know got such a great reaction at the Cannes Film Festival that they sold it, and it was shown in cinemas. And it is very funny, but it all hinges on the performance of Colin Meany. Mm. I think uh, the, the Sharon character is great, and she's very, very good in it. But it's definitely a kind of a low budget TV movie. It's got like it's got a lot of heart. I I found it as it went on. I found the the relationship between him and the daughter. To be very nice and heartwarming and whatever. Yeah, I, I I like that too. Yeah, but at the end of the day, yeah, the commitments is a much better movie. It's a much bigger kind of story, uh, while still being kind of retaining that kind of gritty kind of realism mm. of Dublin City in the nineties. Yeah. So I think out of you know, and not saying that we can't have two. Barrytown movies in the vault, and as much we could. charm we could, yeah. But I don't think there's enough room, and I don't think it quite hits the mark. And like you're saying, this is literally the first time I've seen the Snapper in probably 15 years, and like it did make me laugh. Mm. I thought it was charming. I thought Colomini it was brilliant in it, and like. It kind of makes you, you know, when you watch the commitments, he's basically a cameo role in it. Yeah, like, you know, he, he's not he's not in it very much, but every scene he's, he's in brilliant. is really really funny, yeah. and the whole movie as a whole is very good. The commitments does have that aspect of, you know, musicians and non actors playing parts and not being very yeah. good, whereas this has much better acting in it. Yeah, and it's a much kind of smaller story. But overall, I think the commitments is a much better film, and maybe it's it's unfair to be to be comparing it to the commitments. But even on its own terms, I don't think it's something I would probably rewatch anytime soon. So I think I'm going to say no to putting it in the vault. Although I I do like the movie. I think it's I think it's a good movie. I think I mean. Pretty much most of the movies that we that we've done, yeah, have been good and, and do have merits. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be saying it's, it's a very it's, watchable it's film. Like, there's nothing. It's a very watchable yeah. movie, and it's it's got a lot to recommend. Yeah, yeah. But and you, what like, I'm one, what one thing I like about it is that it's 90 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Movies these days are too fucking long. Yeah, and you, yeah. So you could watch, you could watch this, and you could watch another movie. Yeah, and if you and if you ahead. had a like, let's say you had. Like if you had somebody, if you're speaking to somebody and they wanted to watch one film that encapsulated Ireland, it wouldn't be this. You wouldn't say watch this. But if you had like relatives yeah. over from America and they were staying with you for like a week, one of the nights you might throw on the snapper just for a bit of crack, just to show them <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what yeah. Ireland yeah. was like and just show those reference points. And I think if you had to do that, I yeah. think snapper would be the one to do over the commitments because it's kind of more the family dynamic yeah. where for me, the commitments and not that I'm bitter about like you know being overruled about it being in the vault or whatever, but hey, look, we won't have that conversation. But I, 
what I loved about the commitments was Colomini's character and I felt that like they just took that character and exploded him out extra- extrapolated yeah. that character out yeah. into his own kind of give him his own arc and this lovely relationship with his daughter and that and he was the best thing about the commitments and then it was like yeah 90 minutes of that and that's why I'll, that's why I'm rating it higher than the commitments yeah, yeah. to me the commitments is just I know it's sacrilegious to say it for some people but I just think it's a jukebox musical you know it's just it, with some nice witty dialogue in between it but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, look, yeah, we've already had this discussion. If people haven't heard the Commitments episode, have a listen to the Commitments episode. We're now, we're now going into a segue for another hour about the Commitments, if, the, if anyone wants to listen to us for the next 90 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll put it like this. I think the, the, the Snapper is, is probably in the top five best Irish movies ever made. The Snapper? But the Snapper. Interesting. I think I think it's I think it's probably in the top five. But Ed, you know, there's only four Irish movies. <laughs> but I would I wouldn't put it in the vault. Yeah. Okay, Dre. I know it's two votes now against the vault, but still interested to hear what your final decision is. Did you land with a decision? I I think I I as I was speaking, I felt bad about not putting it in, in the vault. Yeah. Um, so. I. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so that I, when I'm at the gates of heaven and Columini is standing there, <laughs> uh, to playing the role of Saint Peter, yeah, playing the role of Saint Peter. <laughs> what are you fucking here for? Oh, who's got the um, keys now, huh? So as, as long as he lets me in, I'm gonna say this goes into the vault. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, thanks very much, Andrea. I, I was actually on the other line there, just listening to the lovely conversations about the uh, <laughs> about about the film that I was in. And uh, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. Fair play to you. Ah, time, I've a lot, I've a lot of spare time up here. It's great. I, I spend uh, six months a year in LA, two months in Dublin, and then the other uh, the other five, four or five months in, uh, in open, open heaven, open heaven. Yeah, open purgatory. Yeah, yeah. Researching a role for uh, for uh, Ladam playing in a couple of years great crack <laughs> <laughs> there you go it's not in the vault sorry snapper no dice you're out I thought you guys would be uh, pushing hard but look maybe we'll do the van in. Here, the... maybe the van will get in there yeah yeah I've never seen it maybe it will I've got a feeling it won't but let's oh wow <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but great but I would like to I would like to complete the trilogy I think <laughs> yeah me too we have to do now so look if any any fans of Snappers out there, in the vein of the dialogue of the characters, I'm sorry, but you can fuck off. <laughs> is, that, is that is that a nice out for the podcast? I think we're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. lovely. Uh, Access tonight for the Snapper in the Sinistream Vault, as Jack Nicholson once said in The Departed, "No ticky, no laundry." So yeah, no no entry for Jimmy Rabbit and co. But look, the commitments got in with an asterisk, but it got in. I didn't want it in, but the guys wanted it in. The snapper did not get in, so it's 1-0. So just like McGregor and Poirier in the UFC last weekend, we're going to have to have a trilogy here. So we'll probably, we, not probably, we will do the van at some point in the next couple of weeks or months. Next week, we're going to go all the way back to... 1991 I think um, I'll edit that in later whenever Total Recall came out we're going back to then to do <laughs> Total Recall and we've got a very special guest um, we had him on for Jurassic Park and we're 
we got him back for Total Recall. It's Kevin McGarn. And this time we're doing uh, a foursome. It's myself, Ed Dre, and Kevin talking all things Total Recall. So, yeah, if you want to go on that trip to Mars with us, it's on Google Play and it is available on Apple TV for rent or permanent download via a ching purchase. Um, this podcast is not sponsored by Apple. Have a nice week. Enjoy yourselves. Go. Congratulations to whoever won the Euros. I don't know because it hasn't started yet. It's about to kick off. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit stop. I'm, I'm gonna go and watch the match. And keep keep safe. Look after yourselves. Get the vaccine. Talk to you later. Bye. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. I'm seeing something. It's smiling at me. But not a friendly smile. The worst smile I've ever seen in my life. Do you see it right now? Smile. Rated R. Only in theaters September 30th.